Welcome to Yin Untangled. I'm Kat Mead. Welcome everyone to this latest episode of Yin Untangled. I am your host, Kat Mead, owner of The Yin Method. In today's episode, I want to talk to you a little bit about something called the microcosmic orbit. Now, I know that this might sound a little bit scary and big and confusing, and it can be, but I think that once you understand what it is and what we're doing as part of this practice, that's what the microcosmic orbit is, is basically a practice. Once you understand it, it actually just really is simple and makes sense and is a great practice to be able to affect your energy. So this episode, I'm not really going to be talking that much about yin yoga, but I am going to be talking about energy and energy channels and a little bit more, I guess, yoga philosophy. Um, There's lots of different elements within this microcosmic orbit that we can look at. And so I just wanted to bring a little bit of that into this episode, but I also want to keep it pretty accessible and not too technical because there really is, if I, I could literally just keep going and keep finding different things to talk about to relate back to this topic. And I don't want to keep you here forever. I just want to make this something that's easy to digest, but is also really useful. So within this episode, we are going to touch a little bit on chakras, on dantians, on sushumna, and of course, the microcosmic orbit and how we can practice this. Now, the microcosmic orbit basically is a practice that works with two meridians or energy channels, which are called the conception vessel and the governing vessel. Now, these two energy channels, unlike our other pairs that we've spoken about on the show, are not associated with any organs. So they're just kind of these two standalone energy channels that we use within the microcosmic orbit to draw stray energy inward and then draw stray energy, well, draw energy upward. So it's basically a circular breathing or flow of energy technique that helps us to gather or magnetize energy from our body, from our being, to draw it in towards Sushumna and then draw it upwards towards Sahasrara. Now you can use breath or you can use this like a visualization of light to do this practice. And there's a few different ways to actually do this practice, a few different places that I've read of um, that you can start and finish. I'm going to present two of those ways to you today. And before we get there, though, I want to talk a little bit about our chakras and a little bit about our dantians. Now, most people have heard about chakras and we have a basic understanding of what they are. And I am going to do a whole other episode on chakras, but chakras can be thought of as wheels of energy that we find in multiple different places in our body. There are seven main ones starting from our base and going all the way up to our crown. And it's important to remember chakras when we're talking about the microcosmic orbit and when we're talking about sushumna. What I will go just a little bit more into in this episode is the dantians. Now, the dantians are containers for energy. 
and they're basically located on Sushumna. Sushumna is the great channel. It's a channel of energy that's located in our spine and we're drawing our energy in towards Sushumna with the microcosmic orbit and then drawing our energy upwards towards Sahasrara or our crown chakra. So the Dantians and the chakras are similar in that they are both located on the spine or on this great channel and we need to uh, work with the bottom chakras and Dantians to draw energy in, to gather energy into these lower centers of energy or containers of energy, get them full and flowing well, and then we can continue bringing energy in and bringing energy up. So really important to not just try to kind of get up to the crown chakra and try to get up to this universal consciousness level straight away. Of course, you can do that or try to do that if you want to. I'm not saying don't do that. Um, But don't forget about the base stuff as well. You know, the base chakra and the lower chakras and the lower dantians are near our kidneys. And our kidneys house our jing, our essence chi, which is really, really important. I've gone on a little tangent. So back to the dantians. They're located on Sushumna, the great channel, and they work at transmuting, transforming, and gathering chi, and also distributing it in our body. The lower dantian is located below the navel and really is associated with gathering energy. And when we gather energy here, it has a stabilizing and energizing effect on our body and mind, and we can really intentionally build our energy here. I've actually also recorded a practice that I've popped on YouTube. There's also going to be a note in the show notes, a link in the show notes for a practice called a four-part Taoist breath. This is really useful at helping us to gather energy into our lower Dantian. Our middle Dantian is really associated with our heart and it's associated with transformation. It is located from our navel up to our throat, but as I said, it's really focused on the heart. This middle dantian helps to take our essence chi, so from the kidneys, our jing. It helps to take essence chi from food and breath and transforms it into a finer energy that resides in the heart. It's said that all that is resides in the heart, and this is where we feel. Our upper dantian is really more related with that universal consciousness. It's, you know, centered in this point between our eyes. And we need to work on the lower and middle dantians first before we can draw this energy up or to help us draw our energy up towards this upper dantian. And so this is related with our brow, our third eye, Ajna Chakra and Sahasrara Chakra as well. So it's the same kind of concept. The Dantians are more of a traditional Chinese medicine concept, whereas the chakras are more on that Indian yoga philosophy side of things. But they really relate to the same kind of thing. Drawing energy in, gathering energy in, allowing our energy to be flowing well amongst all of these containers or centers, and then drawing it upwards towards this space of universal consciousness. All right, we're eight minutes in and that's a lot already. 
let's talk about, we'll come back to now, the microcosmic orbit, which is why we're all here today. As I've already said, the microcosmic orbit is a circular breathing or flow of energy energy technique that helps us together magnetize stray energy to draw it inwards towards Sushumna, the great channel located in our spine, and then to draw energy upwards towards Sahasrara. So we don't just do this on its own. We use the chakras and we use the dantians to draw that energy in as well. And while we're doing this microcosmic orbit practice, we can also, if you have the capacity, think about touching on or hitting on or working with each of those containers or centers of energy as you move through this practice as well. So we work with the governing vessel and the conception vessel in the microcosmic orbit. Our governing vessel is our yang line and we run upwards over the back body here. The conception vessel is our yin line and it runs down the front body. So the yang runs up the back, the yin runs down the front. Governing vessel up the back, conception vessel down the front. As I already mentioned, There are two different ways that I've kind of learned about uh, and different places to kind of start and stop each line of energy of this circle, this orbit. So the first one is what I learned with Mel McLaughlin, who I did my second yin training with. She's from the yin space. There'll be a link to her in my show notes. I highly recommend looking her up. She is incredible as a teacher and as a person. So this first way that I learned to do this microcosmic orbit technique is to start with the governing vessel. And we start at the base of our spine or the base of the tailbone. We then use an inhale breath or we can visualize light going up the spine over our back. So this is going up the back body. We go all the way up over our neck, over our head. And then we go over the third eye, over the nose, and land in that space just under the nose and just above the top lip. The conception vessel then starts below the bottom lip. We go over our chin, down our throat, down our chest, down the front of our spine. We go all the way down and around, and we end at the perineum. And then we start again. So we inhale up, we exhale down, Or we can use light, a visualization of light to complete this microcosmic orbit, you know, with the intention of drawing energy in and drawing energy up. Now, another way that I've seen it done or read about it being done is the way that Bernie Clark uh, explains it on his website, which there's also a link in the show notes. Bernie Clark is an incredible teacher. He starts with the governing vessel, but he starts at Svadhisthana. So Svadhisthana is the sacral chakra. It's about halfway between the navel and the pubic bone on the front of our abdomen. So he starts there and then he goes down first, following the pubic bone around the tailbone. And then we go upwards and then we land between the brows. Now, somewhere else I've read, it says that we land between the brows, but then the governing vessel actually extends down and we land in that space, you know, just above the top lip underneath the nose. So I really like the idea and I haven't actually practiced it this way of landing between the brows, um, but then letting our awareness extend down and then landing at the space above the top lip. 
from there. He follows the energy down from the brows, following that conception vessel down here to land just above the navel. So slightly different ways of doing it in those two different examples. But I really think that with any of these things, if you're going to try and practice it, the way that it works for you is the way that it will feel best and it will be easiest for you really. And that's not to say that it's always going to be easy, you know, with any practice like this, like any pranayama or breathing work or meditation or even yoga or yin yoga or whatever it is, things like this take practice and it's not always easy to start with. So if this interests you, go and read more about it, practice it. See how you feel. Notice how you feel. Obviously, always take care of yourself when you're starting new practices like this and just be really mindful of your energy and how these things are making you feel. You know, if you feel anxious, if you feel short of breath, if you feel lightheaded, just be really careful and mindful of that and give yourself enough space to come all the way back to your body and come all the way back to, I guess, reality for lack of a better word before you move on. So let the practice be complete. Let yourself complete the practice and just really pay attention and notice how you're feeling as you do it. So that is the microcosmic orbit. As usual, I hope it made sense and I hope that I explained it well enough for it to make sense. If you have anything to add, I'd love for you to get in touch with me. The yin method at gmail.com is my email address. You can also find me on Instagram at the yin method. My website is the yin and I have two ebooks available over on my website. One is the basics of practicing yin yoga. Another is five practical tips for teaching yin yoga also can apply to any other style of yoga really. All you need to do is head to my website, theyinmethod.com, enter your email address and you'll be sent those ebooks for free. So head on over and grab those if you're interested. I'd love to know if you're listening to the show. Feel free to share on Instagram or anywhere you like and tag me in it. I know there's lots of people that listen to this show, so I would really love to know who you are and if you're getting anything out of the show. If you're on iTunes, feel free to leave me a rating and a review. If you have any questions, any feedback, any ideas for future episodes, get in touch. As I've already said, I would love to hear from you. I also just love sitting here talking into a microphone. (laughs) All right. I will catch you again next week. Thank you for being here. Bye. Mm -hmm.